Wahoo! <laughs> it's another beautiful Thursday and I'm super excited to be again today. How many of you guys are excited as I am? <laughs> Happy Relationship Thursday, guys! And how are you doing? How's been your week so far? Yeah, and I want to ask, how many of you guys are following Nigeria Idol? Oh, more! <laughs> I've been following it back to back to back to back. And I must confess, you know, that show has actually made me to 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 celebrate uh, God-given talent, skills, and abilities so much. I, I, I love it. I love the program so much. You know, I was able to see people that are gifted with, you know, music like they have the musical skills and gifts and ability naturally you know while i went to the background to really study some of them you know speaking of akuna now akuna was a barrister she's still a barrister and you know she never went to any musical school or anything but she just had this flair for music she realized that okay she has the talent she has the ability the natural ability to sing and she just does it once in a while on her ig and do and stuff like that and her coming out with that kind of energy you know that this is actually inborn I'm telling you, so it has actually helped me appreciate the place of gifts and talent. And when the Bible was saying talent of a man make it way for him, it really gets to make sense to me more. You get so that's the gist I have for you guys. I was like, let me just start with that gist. <laughs> so Nigeria, I thought this Sunday they were gonna be picking their top their top three. And I really truly wish that I wish that I truly wish that their top three would be um Kingdom, yeah, that's my number one fan, uh, Francis and Todd Akuna. For those who are lost, <laughs> for those who are lost, that's what Nigerian Idols is all about. It's, just, it's, a, it's a platform for youth, you know, Nigeria youth, African youth to, to actually uh, to show their singing ability or their musical ability, their natural ability as a singer or as a talented singer whatever the case may be you get your gist now so that's my gist for you today <laughs> so how are you guys doing how was your night how's been your thursday how's the thursday going me i woke up with this kind of strange energy today i mean i don't know it's a very good one when i say strange energy i'm not saying something awkward it's a very good i love it and i i i really wish that this energy continues like this you know extend beyond thursday it's an atmosphere is an energy i would love to keep i really enjoy it so much yeah so today enough of my introduction ah ah Ah, ah. You know I love to just with you guys. <laughs> Anytime I mean I just want to just with you guys. I just want to I stay alone basically. So except my best friend that is in when I, when I see her once in a while, you cannot believe that that girl, eh? You guys, <laughs> wait though. That girl when I saw her on Sunday, I was Christine, I was talking with, her, I was doing all this. She literally asked me to start going to my house because she felt like I've started to talk too much. You can imagine. You can imagine. And normally, if if anybody sees me, you believe I normally doesn't talk. Even in church, you know, I just go church come back hi hi hello how are you doing i don't really have friends like like not like i don't really have friends i have people i talked about not really really talk you get but anytime she's around hey when you see us when you see the way it's like i have all this gist inside of me throughout the week and you know saying i just want to tell her everything and she was basically telling me last week sunday that when i start going to your house are you not tired i was like really you asked me to start going you can see. So that that's the same way I feel when I come here. I just want to I just want to just you guys everything. I just want to talk to you about everything. But you know, time will not really permit me. So let me quickly just go into what I have for you guys today. How many of you are ready? Are you ready, guys? Give it to me, 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 give it to me. Okay, now let's get serious, guys. 
Yeah, so as my culture is, I want to say thank you for always listening to me. I did not take it for granted at all. Last week episode was wow, waiting and leaving. I saw the comments, I saw the feedback. Thank you guys. I really do appreciate them. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So today I'll be talking about um something. I'll be talking about three points, you know, briefly, and I really hope that this this discussion today won't really take too much of your time. I'm serious. I'm, I'm really, really serious. I don't want to spare nothing more than 20 minutes, 20 minutes. We're done. We're done. I'm in my... Okay, we spent just four minutes now. Like four minutes, something seconds. So I don't want to really take too much of your time. So I'll be talking about... Today, I'll be talking about three unusual hot topics. You should discuss with your partner before popping the question as a guy or before saying I do as the lady. Are you guys ready? So you're in a beautiful relationship and uh, these topics, they are not actually the popular topics you see out there that people will tell you to discuss. You know, it's, it's normal we tell you to discuss about uh, money, about your career, about the number of children you want to give birth to, you know, the schools or the kind of education you want to give to your children and stuff like that. It's normal. But now these topics I want to discuss with you today, they are not really the popular topics people will tell you to discuss about in your relationship. But I want to tell you that they are very, very important. Very, very, they're as much as important as the common topics, you know, you see how they, so there is every probability that you've never discussed this topic with your partner or you've never considered this tendency in your relationship. So what I'm going to do today is just to enlighten you, to make you see these topics as a necessity and things you should really discuss with your partner. It is not when you get to marriage, you start to, it, it, it's a lot easier if you start to discuss them or if you start to, uh, yeah, if you start to focus on them in your relationship and see how they play out in your relationship, then you waiting in marriage. You get so these topics I'll be talking about. There are three, like I said, and the first one is parent relationship, the second one is emotional baggage, and the third one is birth order. Tell me they are common. Tell me they are your usual topics. You know they are not. <laughs> You know they are not. <laughs> so when I said unusual topic, I meant it. I meant what I said. So the first thing we we'll be talking about is parent relationship. And what do I mean by parent relationship? You see, in relationship so far, with my experience, with my study, with people I've been able to speak with now, people, my clients so far, and uh, the sessions I've had with people, I've come to realize that parent relationship is actually a major thing that we see play out in relationship consciously, unconsciously, because we are products of our relationship with our parents, some with our grandparents, be it a single parent or both parents. We are actually a product of our relationship with our parents because they are like the first people we actually got to interact with while growing up. So they are the kind of environment, they are the first environment. Our family is the first environment. We actually related with while growing up so it's actually from a larger part of our wiring of our personality be it we know it or we do not know it so your person your parents relationship is very very important and i will give you instances of how this has actually played out in relationship to really make it more practical so that you can really understand what i was saying or what i meant by parent relationship Okay, so there is uh, which example can I? Yeah, okay, so there is a while I was studying this, I got to know about a coach. He's a relationship coach, so that this really played out within uh, between him and his wife. He said 
when they got married his wife is the, is this kind of person that while growing up she had enough time with her father so she and her father were very very close because her father happened to be a disabled military vet that is always staying at home because of his injuries you know being a father that is always staying at home she actually grew she actually grew to bond well with her father because she has enough time to spend with her father her father was always there for her you know she her father is like a gist partner her father is like her everything so while growing up she has this rapport with her father she could she can easily tell her father anything her father basically knows everything that is going wrong with her, her father basically knows everything that is wrong with her. Her father can easily sense her mood. Her father, she just has this cordial relationship with her father. I don't know. Being a first child, I can really relate. I don't know. There's a way a first daughter of the family, especially if the first child, gets to get more intimate with the father. I, I, I don't know. But me, that's the way it, it was for me. Yeah. There's this cordial relationship you have with your father as the first child. So, the wife was the first daughter and the first child of the family. So the bond and everything was there. So when they got married, this uh, guy, the husband now, happened to be the regular eight to five working class guy. So the lady was now feeling like the guy doesn't really care about her because while she was growing up, the parent relationship she had with her father is this kind of, okay, my father is always at home. So she was actually expecting her husband to be that way. Like at least the husband should be majorly at home with her. They should discuss it. They should just, they should be that kind of friendship. She actually beat with her father. Was she wrong? No. Was the husband wrong? No. <laughs> the husband on the other hand was actually busy trying to make a living. You know, he was trying to make a living for them. The man was actually trying to make herself reputable in his place of work. Meanwhile, the uh, the husband too was actually trying to prove a point to his own parents. He was actually trying to make himself look responsible to his own parents because that is what his parents wanted. That is what they've always wanted and that is what they still want. Do you see where parent relationship plays out? The guy was actually trying to please his own parents because that is what his, that's what he has seen his parents do. Why growing up? His parents are this kind of eight to five job, you know, eight to five kind of person, go to work, do this, fend for the family, especially the father. So they, they actually, they transmitted or they transferred the ideology to him that for you to be responsible, you got to be this, you got to be this at a place of work. You got to prove to everybody at a place of work that you're a responsible guy. So that was his own ideology. So trying to do that, he's indirectly trying to please his own parents. Meanwhile, this lady who is suffering from the father, okay, this guy is not always at home. So to her, she's always feeling neglected, rejected, anytime she's at home, and the husband is not at home to talk to her, to just with her, you know, because of how she grew up. Do you see? So parent relationship, according to him, was like, it really, really affected their early life of marriage. And he said something that if only he had known, he would have discussed this with his wife, and uh, they would have actually come to an agreement as regards that in their relationship if they had known but thank god it was something they were able to sort out but it actually had to on them earlier in their relationship and that is why i'm here to tell you that but our parents relationship is very very you really need to ask questions with your partner babe alpha were you closer to your parents with your dad with your mom what was your relationship like because these things will actually give you signal for what you should expect in your marital life it is so true it is so true it is so true what i See, believe what I'm telling you today is the truth. <laughs> now, I want to talk like one of my fathers, Apostle Joshua Summer. Someone say, Billy, guys, believe what I'm telling you. It is the truth. So that's it. Believe it, guys. 
another example I'll be giving you guys is uh, another guy. Yeah, there was this guy that actually, while growing up, is so close to his mom. He's so close to his mom. He's so used to his mom taking care of his needs, taking care of him, cooking for him. You know, there's this, I don't know, there's this traditional mindset that guys have. Yeah, that we grew up with actually that if you are the guy in the house, you don't need to cook, you don't need to do anything. When it comes to kitchen issue, you don't need to. So this guy is kind of that guy too. She grew up with this kind of environment that, okay, his mom is always taking care of him, his needs. Before he coughs, you know, the mom knows that he wants to cough. Before he, the mom knows that he wants to cough, yeah. So before he does anything, before, the, the mom understands him perfectly. Do you see? So now the guy is actually going into a relationship with the mindset that she... Oh, oh, sorry. He wants to date a lady that will actually take care of him the same way his mom was taking care of him. See, there are some ladies like someone like us now that <laughs> naturally we are wired to be a go-getter. We and probably not naturally, but as we are growing up, we see what is really going on, and then we have the ability, we have the potential to be a go-getter, to do this, to do that. We want to be on the move, on a career move, business move, you know, to get one or two things done. And then we might not have the opportunity to really be a replacement of one mommy in that sense. Am I saying that we're not taking care of our husband? That's not what I'm saying. Take care of your husband, but your husband that literally wants a mother pet in that sense like someone that will be petting him do this do that no so now as a lady that is actually energetic about her career about her pursuit in life of course balancing the place of family too you know you should be careful of actually dating a guy who wants a mommy replacement in that sense yes as a matter of fact, it's actually wrong going to a relationship and looking for a lady to replace your mom. Because as a matter of fact, your partner is different from your mom. She can't be your mom. <laughs> yeah. Am I saying that she won't perform that motherly role over you? She will. She's naturally wired to do that. But not like you should be expecting that this is who my mom is and I want you to be that. To be that. You know, some guy will actually go to the extent of even telling their partner that, why are you not like my like my mom? You know, why are you not like my mom? Why are you not like my sisters? I was actually expecting to be like my mom. Hello, she's not your mom. Yeah. Ha. Okay, I think so. Those two scenarios. Oh. So I believe that those two scenarios, we should not really stay on this for a very long time. Like, so I believe you've been able to really catch what I was, what I meant by parent relationship. So you should really watch the parent relationship your partner had with ah or his parents that will really be a good pointer to what you should expect in your marital life before you say i do listen to what i'm telling you and act on it uh, yeah so the other point i'll be talking about is emotional baggage ooh, 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 ooh. this one is very real very very real you know a lot of us we are um we're actually a product of i don't want to say product of emotional baggage but growing up we had some emotional imbalances in our lives and we felt like these things actually uh, have affected our our way of reasoning and if you are not careful we transfer the same thing into our relationship which is not really really healthy which is not really really healthy so you might be like okay my my partner is the first guy i'm really dating fine but then that does not mean that you have not had emotional baggage probably from your relationship with even your parents Yes. So when I'm talking about emotional baggage, you can have emotional baggage with anybody. It's not necessarily with your partner. It's not necessarily with your ex. But now I think it will be more um, 
this this topic in in regards to relationship will play out more when you're talking about your past relationships probably with your exes or with your ex yeah you have one of reasons one or two reasons why you broke up with that guy that you were in a relationship with you have one or two reasons why you broke up with that lady that you were in a relationship with so it's normal that that emotional baggage that you had with your last relationship you might want to transfer it or bring it along to your new relationship which is very very unhealthy let me make it more practical you know there's this guy that said that the last relationship he had could not work because you know he was complaining to his partner, you know, probably when he saw something that was not really working out between them or when he saw something he did not really like, he didn't like about his partner or he does not like about, about, about his partner, he will come out to tell her that, okay, babe, this is what I do not like. This is what you do, but I do not like. Eventually, that attitude of his, that outspoken attitude of his, cost him that relationship and he truly loved that he truly 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 loved that lady with all of his heart he really loved the lady so now this is where the emotional baggage of a thing now plays now got to play out in his new relationship now he's in a relationship with a lady and now he finds it very difficult to really correct the lady when she's doing something he is not pleased with because he's scared that this attitude might actually cost him his new relationship the way it costed him the way it cost him the last relationship do you get so he actually saw this thing <laughs> is it costed <laughs> okay sorry 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 so uh, uh, okay english will not embarrass me really <laughs> but you get the gist so it actually it was actually scared that this new relationship will cost him like the attitude actually cost him the the, the 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 new relationship and because of that it has really affected his relationship because he now gets to bear things naturally he's meant to have discussed with his partner and probably if he had discussed them with his partner you know things would have changed now he, he gets to bear those things to himself he gets he, he gets to carry more burdens Unto himself, all in the name of okay, this was what I went to in my past relationship, and I do not want it to repeat itself in my new relationship. That is an example, a perfect example of emotional baggage. So you had a an, an emotional baggage, probably you've been nursing over time, and if you're not careful, you might probably see it play out in your new relationship. So you should watch out against it if you really want to beat an healthy marital life, if you really want to beat an healthy relationship with your partner, it is very, very, very important. So I wanted to say that the action point is, is there any emotional baggage I have? Is there any emotional baggage I have probably due to my last relationship? Or you might actually need to start with, okay, why is it that my last relationship did not work out? After really talking about that, probably you turn that, that down, that, that down. And then you have, okay, this was what happened between myself and my partner. The last relationship I had that could not work out. So, is there a tendency or probability that the same thing is actually playing out again? Or the fear of what happened, you know, between myself and my last partner is actually taking a toll on my relationship? You sit down and you journal, you think, you ruminate about it. So, you, after doing that, can be able to really, you know, know what to do next. If... You have to really watch out against the emotion, those emotional baggages or baggage. Or if you are really to be careful as to not to transfer what really happened in your last relationship to your new relationship. Do you get? So it is very, 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 very important. So the third point I will be talking about is birth 
order, best order, best order, best order, best order, best order, best order. Guys, don't you feel I should go and contest at Nigeria Idol next year? What do you feel? I will not do bad, though. <laughs> I'm not gonna do bad at all. Okay. So the third point we're gonna be talking about is bed order. What do I mean by bed order? Bed order is not actually your hardwiring personality, your hardwiring ability. It is actually your conditioning in your own family environment growing up. Yes. So some of us are first child. And actually, bed order has actually played out in the first point I talk about. I actually spoke about it kind of in while talking about parent relationship. For instance, now you as a lady you are the first child. And then you want to date a guy that's the last child of the family. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying last child are irresponsible. I'm only saying that there is something that actually comes with that position. You you just feel like I'm a mommy's girl. I don't really get to do much. You know, this petting, all this baby, last guy thing, last born, last born, of a thing. Like, we have a last born. He's a guy. And I can really relate. He can talk to anybody in the family. He can talk to anybody. What I can't tell my parents, yeah, he will tell them. Because there's this kind of, I don't know, I don't know, I think it's something that actually comes to that position. So, imagine that the first child, and you have this mindset of, okay, as a first child, I should be responsible. As a daughter, the first daughter of the family, I should be responsible. There are things I should learn to do, there are things I should take on some responsibilities. You know, it is their natural wiring. Because while I was growing up, I realized that I actually got to... I got to fill in into, I, I got to carry out some responsibilities earlier in life than my siblings. As a matter of the, I think, as a matter of the, as, as, a, as a matter of the father, I, I was the first child and I'm still the first child. Yes, so there, there are responsibilities, I'm telling you, there are responsibilities attached to the father that you are the first child or the first daughter of your family. And there is a mindset that comes with it, a, a responsibility mindset that, okay, this is who I am, this is, I should do this, I should get this thing, I should. Yes, even till now, I still see it play out. I still, I still want to be there for my younger ones, no matter the amount they are making. I want to really be there for them. I want to really, okay, what are you guys doing? How much do you need? You are in school, okay, how can I help you? It is normal, we are just responsible like that. <laughs> I'm not saying last child are not responsible. You guys should be see. Listen to this with your spirit ears. <laughs> so don't come after me. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but let's be let's be factual now. Imagine you as a first daughter now, you want to get married to the last child, the last boy of the family. Now look at it. If that guy is not careful, being a last boy, being a last child. He might really be looking for a lady that would pump him, a lady that would take care of him. You know, this uh, mindset of, uh, I'm meant to be pampered, I'm meant to be taken care of. If he's not extremely careful, he might see that playing out, especially if he's now the only boy in the family. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. So there's a way he just wants to be taken care of because all his life he was taken care of. You know, while growing up, his sisters are the one washing his clothes, his sisters are the one taking care of him, you know, nothing must happen to him as the first, as the last boy, and as the only boy of the family. So, you, you get to see. So, but order is very, very important. You should watch it in your relationship. I'm telling you. There's a way it plays out. There's a way it really, really plays out. Especially if you and your partner in this kind of category, I just explained. You have the first daughter, and he's the first, last child and the only boy of the relation uh, of the family you should really really watch it because 
it's an important factor. I'm not like, I kid you not. It's very, very important. So, this is where we'll be ending today's episode of your beautiful, educative, super enlightening podcast, Relationship Nugget, with Onome. 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 <laughs> so till I come your way again next week Thursday, stay blessed and stay safe. I love you so much. And there is nothing, absolutely nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Bye. 24 minutes, guys. <laughs> Just four minutes. Sorry about that. <laughs> Anyways, but I believe you enjoyed it. You enjoyed it and it was worth it. It was worth it. Okay. Okay, bye 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 bye.